When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. He was her only hope. This week on the podcast, LJ Smith's Night World Secret Vampire. Hey, welcome to Teen Creeps, the podcast that discusses YA Pulp Fiction. I'm one of your hosts, Lindsay Katai. I'm another one of your hosts, Kelly Nugent. And today we are discussing LJ Smith's First Night World book, Secret Vampire. Dude. Dude. I forgot what really good writing Uh looks like. I tore Uh through this book. I read it all last night. Mm -hmm. It is really good. It should be called Secret Cancer Book. Yeah. It was secretly a book about a teenager with cancer. Yeah. Yeah. There was mostly that. It was mostly her being diagnosed with cancer and then turned into a vampire. Yeah. It was mostly her like being really scared and like having a lot of the same fears that like I have about death where she's like afraid of not existing and afraid of like, like she's like, what is that like? Like, I don't want that. I I just know that no matter what I want to live yep um but yeah it guys this i selfishly just wanted it to be like Lindsay. let's just change it to be the whole trilogy yeah because <laughs> i want to keep reading no, we have to talk oh. about each book in turn i know it's really good it's so good so quick bare bones plot do it girl um, do it well let's have you read the back of the book and okay then and then you fill in the I'll blanks fill in as need be prince of darkness <laughs> The pain was something Poppy couldn't ignore. The diagnosis was death. There was no hope until James appeared in the darkened hospital room. James, her best friend and secret love, the handsomest boy in El Camino High. But this was a James she didn't know, menacing yet irresistible, as he offered Poppy the gift of eternal life. Only he could open the door to the night world and spirit her into its lonely secret universe. One dizzying kiss, and she can see into his soul. She finds that he has always loved her. They're soulmates. But can she follow him into death and beyond? It's a desperate choice, and Poppy's time is running out. Good back of the book. Good back of the book. Slightly misleading. Slightly. Mostly just in the in the kiss. Yeah. One dizzying kiss. Took a little more than a kiss. Yeah, it took a sucking of blood. All right. So a little bit beyond that. Yeah. Teenager. She's a junior. She's going into her senior year. I think Mm -hmm. we can assume she's 16 or 17. She's 16. Mm -hmm. I think it says. I think she's 16. 16 year old Poppy wakes up. Summer vacation is just beginning. But she's got some pain. Mm -hmm. She doubles over in pain. She's taken to the doctor. The doctor outright feels a tumor in her abdomen like right away. Sends her for tests. She does have pancreatic cancer and probably only has a few weeks to live. Yeah, horrible. So her mysterious best friend, James, turns out he's a vampire and he comes to her and admits it and is insistent, even though it's against the rules of Nightworld, to turn a human into a vampire and to fall in love with a human. And to tell anyone about it. And to tell, so already three strikes and He's James out. is out. 
But she wants once the initial problem of even believing James is out of the way. She says yes. He begins the process of turning her. Her twin brother, Philip, enters, puts a stop to it. They're like, oh, Philip. Mm-hmm. They try it again. Philip enters. They're like, oh, Philip. Yeah. But Poppy is so drained of blood by that point that she starts to go a little crazy. James leaves super pissed at him, thinks he's been pretending and lying to her until James has to get Philip's help to reconvince Poppy to become a vampire after he convinces Philip he's a vampire. Mm-hmm. Philip agrees to help. They bring Poppy to the brink of death so that James can turn her, have a whole funeral. Yeah. And then James wakes Poppy up, brings her back to his apartment where suddenly his cousin Ash is there. His sexy, sexy cousin. sexy and evil. Yeah. Convinces Poppy that she's putting James in danger by being there and whisks her off to Las Vegas. James and Philip find out, chase them there. They fight Ash to keep him from revealing James and her um, secret love affair Mm -hmm. to the elders. But then at the last second, Ash is like, just kidding. I wasn't going to do that. By the way, might want to think about why you're such a strong telepath as a witch. As a vampire. Or as a vampire. P.S. You're a witch. Yep. And then (laughs) then they're like, oh, yay. (laughs) I wasn't a human after all. All of this is fine. And Philip's like, oh. Me too. Yeah, you too, Philip. You're too, also Phillip. a witch. He's like, oh, weird. <laughs> and then happily ever after. Yeah, this book is like seven eighths teenager with cancer yes. and one eighth uh, road trip to Vegas <laughs> with Philip and with sexy cousin Ash. <laughs> sexy cousin Ash in one car with uh, with Poppy and then other car Philip and James, James and not liking each other yeah. driving to Vegas. <laughs> Um, this book is good it's so good okay so here's something i definitely wasn't expecting yeah for them to go through the very real steps of poppy dying yeah and her mom getting home and finding out she's dead and having a breakdown what i didn't expect is that I would then start crying and have to excuse myself and go to the bathroom until i could finish crying (laughs) Because she said what was a very real upset with me when my dad died, which was, I should have been here. She died alone. Yeah. As soon as I read that, I was like, okay, I'm just going to go to the, I'm just going to go to the bathroom real quick. (laughs) No, Mikey, stay there. I'm just going to go to the bathroom. Everything's fine. I'm just using the bathroom real quick. And my face is leaking. You're like constantly flushing the toilet. Just went to the bathroom and sobbed. And then when I was done, I went back to the book. Didn't see that coming. Yeah. This book is also really sad. And then I got really sad when she calls her mom. Oh, my God. Then I started crying again. Yeah. I started crying again at that moment. And that's the thing where it's like, I mean, we don't know what happens in these other books, but I... From what we know, the mom thinks she's dead. And mm-hmm. oh, and they realize that the their witch heritage almost certainly comes from their dad. Oh, yeah. Who's divorced from their mom and is apparently a roving DJ. Yeah. So he's a DJ <laughs> flake guy who likes to go backpacking in the woods. Yes. He but he has like premonitions and stuff. So like when Poppy is sort of dead, but really she's dreaming, she meets Ash in the dream world Mm -hmm. and he gives her a black poppy Mm -hmm. and says like not some magic is black 
Some magic is bad or something like that. Like not all magic is good. good. Mm-hmm. He says something. She um Oh, and then it was also really sad when she was like saying goodbye to everyone without them knowing she's saying goodbye. Yeah. That was really sad. Really sad. I found it. Great. What does he say to her? Um, so I'll just read it. Um, I'll just read the section, I mean. Uh, Poppy was dreaming. She was walking by the ocean with James. It was warm and she could smell salt and her feet were wet and sandy. She was wearing a new bathing suit, the kind that changes color when it gets wet. She hoped James would notice the suit, but he didn't say anything about it. Then she realized he was wearing a mask. That was strange because he was going to get a very weird tan with most of his face covered up. (laughs) Shouldn't you take that off, she said, thinking he might need help. I wear it for my health, James said, only it wasn't James's voice. Poppy was shocked. She reached out and pulled the mask away. It wasn't James. It was a boy with ash blonde hair, even lighter than Phil's. Why hadn't she noticed his hair earlier? His eyes were green and then they were blue. Who are you? Poppy demanded. She was afraid. That would be telling. He smiled. His eyes were violet. Then he lifted his hand and she saw that he was holding a poppy. At least it was shaped like a poppy, but it was black. He caressed her cheek with the flower. Just remember, he said, still smiling whimsically, bad magic happens. Bad magic happens. That's right. Um, Yeah, he's so I am hoping there's more Ash. Ash is very, very Julian. Yeah. From Forbidden Game. He's even got that Ash blonde Super hair. Super Julian. Super Julian, like and, very dangerous. Yeah. James is like um, cooler, whatever her boyfriend was in that. Uh, t- Who was Ted's boyfriend? Tom. Yeah. Ted. Tom. T- Tom. Terry. Tom. Tom. Hello. Hi, Ted. Hi. No, this is Tom. Oh, wrong number. Okay, bye. Hi. Um. T- okay, Tom. I think it was Tom. Okay. Yeah. It, yeah. He is like a cooler Tom. And then she's a cooler pop, or she's a cooler Jenny. She is. She's cool. Yeah. Um. She's she's got more personality. She's fun. I like her. Also, the thing that I kind of like it, the the slight difference here, which I think is I'm hoping, fingers crossed, amps up in Daughters of Darkness. Uh, that so as opposed to in uh, Forbidden Game, where Julian is like obsessed with uh Jenny the whole mm-hmm. time. In this, he like thinks that Poppy is gross because there's a difference. Like he calls her vermin. Like he's certainly attracted to her and likes. Uh, like, like, likes the idea of like controlling her and and p- pursuing her, mm-hmm. but ideologically he's completely opposed to. And well, I he feel does like, say though, like, oh, all of that's changed now that you're a vampire. Now that, like, right now I don't care. But yeah, he is disgusted by humans as opposed to Julian, who's like very drawn to her yeah. purity. Mm-hmm, exactly. And he doesn't, he seems to, I mean, maybe we'll see something different. But at this point, he's really just using Poppy to fuck with James. Because he, he's just having fun yeah. fucking with Poppy as well. Yeah. He's just, he's more like indiscriminate in his. Like his focus isn't fully on Poppy yet, and I feel like once he Maybe gets to know will Poppy, be. yeah, once he gets to know her a little more, it will be. I definitely want a situation where he's like keeps trying to break her down, yeah, and like um, she wants none of it, but mm-hmm. he keeps trying, which I hate in real life, yeah, but a loving story. <laughs> <laughs> well also like because he's gross he like really gets into her head yeah he like uh like communicates with her without asking in her head yeah and okay so also let's talk about like the reality of vampires in this uh mm-hmm. universe because it's Very slightly similar different. to christopher pike mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
So they can be in the sun, but... But it depletes their powers. Yeah, they're not... More so with a new vampire. Yes, much more so with a new Same vampire. Same as Sea Pike. Um, the reason why they have to drink blood is that vampire blood has no hemoglobin and so it doesn't carry oxygen to their brain mm-hmm. so they have to consume blood with hemoglobin in it order like to get oxygen their, their vampire brain. blood yeah with oxygen with oxygen um the guy who sells oxy, oxy on the oxy corner on the corner yeah he gets it from his mom's purse yeah and he switches it out with um sugar pills which is super fucked up so fucked up she has chronic pain she does and he's just oxy john is a fucking scumbag oxy john oxy john wears um a no fear shirt and acid wash jeans that are frayed at the bottom yeah and uh unlaced la kicks yeah he's also a party promoter (laughs) yes Definitely also a party <laughs> And he, like, Facebook messages everybody on his friends list and invites them to, like, um, uh, Tawdry Tuesdays. where <laughs> uh, And he, like, will message you personally and be like, hey, you should totally come out to this, even though you n- have not talked since high school. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I tried to do that briefly when I oh, no, got laid off. party promoter. I was very broke. And I was trying to get people to show up to this, like like speakeasy Mm -hmm. bar night Mm -hmm. um didn't work out (laughs) but like a good 10 people showed up to support me that's nice yeah and they were all like um yeah my friend joel was like hey let's go support k-tai i wasn't even that good of friends with him that's nice we became better friends well it's it's hard i think it depends on the person right who who's asking you to do it yeah i mean i was very upfront yeah about what i was doing and um should have known it wasn't gonna last yeah (laughs) because i'm not the type of personality that can handle that yeah yeah i mean i yeah i get that but I mean, you're in a better place now. Yeah. And I used to work with a girl who's like a legit cool party promoter. There's okay. There is a type of person that can be a cool party promoter. Yeah. Like she puts together parties that are like big 90s mm-hmm. dance club parties. Yeah. So she's promoting fun. She's not trying to rope people she went to high school with into like coming out so that she gets like a piece of the door. Yeah. It's like per head. Yeah. It's like it's. Yeah. Did I tell you that I got um someone reached out to me? to do um a pyramid scheme <laughs> no <laughs> what scheme so like this uh arbon so it's one of the less i don't uh, know it it used to be avon i think oh so it's like it's not as predatory you they don't bankrupt a ton of their clients but it is like you can only sell i did some research on it because she reached out to me and because you were you said yes because i said yes and, and now you're um, selling and I just wanted to let all of our listeners know yeah, that if you want to get in touch with me, just DM me on Twitter and um, <laughs> I'll set you up <laughs> some sweet, sweet with product. some really wonderful health and wellness uh, items. Um, cool. Just a variety of cleanses and creams. <laughs> oh, cleanses and creams. Yeah. So you put it, you put the cleanse on your face and you eat uh-huh. the cream. <laughs> wow helpful it's very helpful and like i said it's like very low risk you just have to keep it's, low risk. it's like your chances of getting sick are very nil <laughs> super nil um yeah i super mean it's just zero. like it's like a 40 60 chance that you will um throw up cleanse and then poop out cream so is that 60 percent chance of yes or 40 yeah, percent chance, chance of, of yes. absolutely 100 okay. percent chance Oh, 60% (laughs) 
chance of 100% that happening. I'm 100% that. <laughs> okay. I'm not great at math, but that checks out. Mm, great. Thank cool, you so much. Cool. So um, I'm just going to, I've, I've already put some of the product in your car and um, oh, convenient. I'll be expecting a Venmo. I've requested you. How'd, how'd you $69. get into <laughs> how, How'd you get into my car? Brett, let me in. Brett, how'd you... How did you get into my car? Brett. Um, Brett's not answering. There's no Brett. There's only Arvon. <laughs> he turns around. It's just an Arvon logo. <laughs> it's just an Arvon logo and a Dodgers cap. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Terrifying. Terrifying. I will say, if you are looking to do this stuff, Arvon is one of... <laughs> Because I don't want to totally rip on this girl. It's one of the least pyramidy pyramid schemes, but it is oh, a pyramid scheme. Congrats to it. So congrats to it. <laughs> congrats to it. <laughs> um, actually, can I take this moment to talk about my new I job? I was trying to like lob you because I said you're in a better place now. And then we started talking oh, yeah. about pyramid <laughs> schemes. <laughs> okay, so you're going to tell us about your pyramid schemes. Yes, because as of Thursday this week, I'm allowed to start talking about it. Yay! And this episode will be coming out Wednesday the following week. So should be pretty safe Yay. for me to talk about it. So last June, I got an actual legit writing job on a show being developed at Cartoon Network. And that show is called Infinity Train. And I'm really hoping there are some people who listen to this podcast who know what that is and will be excited about that. Um, if it's not, they should check it out. Follow it. Like it's, it has 3.2 million views on YouTube, the short. Yeah. So if you guys are not familiar with it, go to YouTube. Just type in Infinity Train, a Cartoon Network short that was released in 2016 will pop up. Watch it. It's about eight minutes long and it is great. It was sent to me when, um, when I was invited to interview and I watched it and like, I would have taken fucking any writing job, <laughs> any writing job, but I watched the short and it pressed all the right buttons in my brain. It is so fucking cool. I'm so excited that I get to write for it. Every day has been like waking up to a dream. Like when people ask me how I am now, it takes me a second to like my instinct is still to go, eh, I'm fine. Mm -hmm. And then I go, oh, right. I'm not fine. I'm great. Yeah. <laughs> I'm happy all the time because I love my job so much. Uh, so the show is about a girl named Tulip who finds herself on a mystical train that goes on forever. And she has a little robot companion named One One who has like a split personality. One side's happy, one side's sad. And they are going along through cars together. And then they enter a corgi car <laughs> called Corginia. And um, and then stuff happens. I won't say anything more than that. And I can't say anything more about what the show will become when it is released. But Cartoon Network released um, the teaser marketing for it um, this week. And uh, it will be coming out in 2019. Guys, seriously, so check it out. Happy that I finally fucking get to brag about it. I guys, if you haven't checked out the short yet, watch it. When I watched it, my heart swelled with pride for my friend <laughs> Lindsay K. Ty. Thank you, Colleen um, Nugent. But also with the just, I was not surprised at all. I was really, I, I always knew that you would um, get to work on something really cool, and here you are. And I can tell that you're a lot happier, and I'm really Thank happy you. for you and really proud of you, and Thank happy you. to know you. <laughs> I'm 
happy to know you. Thank you. I'm proud of you and everything you do. Oh, thank you. That's so nice. Oh, of course. And I'm sure that our listeners feel the same way because they've they're all our friends. Thanks, listeners. You're all our friends. Yeah. Yay. So Infinity Train and I write for that show now. Awesome. And have since June and haven't been able to talk about it. And it's been driving me insane. I'm so happy you get to talk about it. Me now. too. That's fun. Fucking finally. It's so dope. It's a really, really cool. It's really good. It's you guys. really cool. Um, so get on that train. Go beep, watch beep. it. <laughs> beep, 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 infinity train. <laughs> beep, 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 beep. That's it, the sound that it, trains it just, make. It goes over and over again forever. Beep, beep, infinity train. Infinity train. Beep, beep. Um, uh, yeah. So uh, check that out. Um, check out Arbon. Um, <laughs> uh, just, they have some really great health and wellness products. <laughs> Uh, am i burning uh, a bridge try, for sponsor i'm wondering um is the cream that you eat uh combo day and night cream or do you have to get two? no so there's actually a serum too oh okay but the serum do you, you have to cleanse tone and then serum and then no eat the cream so you eat the cream first okay. it sounds really weird you eat the cream first and then you take the three drops okay. of the serum and you drop it at the three oh, the strongest of points your of your head? head okay so think of like the part that your head is naturally highest, uh-huh. you you put you start that there. You start there, and then you go to the next lower points. And as we all know, three points make a plane. So it's true. That's how it works. That's how dimensions work. Yeah, which we learned, which we learned. together on this show. We did. We've learned so much together. It's because we're... we learned what X-ray means. Mm-hmm. We learned how penises work. Quarries. We learned about rock quarries. Yeah. Riprap. We, we learned about riprap. Uh-huh. Quarries. Uh-huh. We learned um about one another's tampon issues. Trauma. I guess that's not really learning. No, but I mean what are the it's other things we sharing? There was something else we were fucking idiots about that. Oh, oh spores. Spores. We learned, we about, learned spores about spores and evolution. Oh, and on our mini sode, we learned that the writers of Scrubs are psychics. Yeah, mm-hmm. and um, a lot of our learning we do on our mini sode, and I know we usually save our so plug for learning. Patreon. Let's uh, plug it now. But you know what? Check out our Patreon. It's uh, really informative. It's some of our best work. We read a lot of very reliable, scholarly writing. Mm-hmm. None of mm-hmm. them are sponsored posts. None of them are sponsored posts. Um, and we take a lot of, of quizzes for Lindsay. We take some quizzes. <laughs> you know, Kelly gets to ask me quiz questions. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so that's how we know about spores and how uh, mm-hmm. the writers of Scrubs were psychics. Yes, because mm-hmm. they predicted the Titanic. Finding Bin Laden. <laughs> Wait, oh, Titanic? <laughs> Wait, Wait, no, shh. Oh, the writers of Scrubs are also time, <laughs> time travelers. travelers. So the writers of Scrubs, they went back in time. Mm-hmm. They tried to warn everybody mm-hmm. about Titanic. Nobody listened. So then they came they back. They came back and they were like, okay, I guess we'll just pr- predict where the U.S. will kill Bin Laden. Yeah. yeah. A cave. Yeah. In a cave. Uh-huh. Um, they didn't kill him in a cave. No. They predicted where he was hiding. It, hiding in a cave? No, no. They didn't say cave. They said... Um, it didn't say cave in that the, Ranker article? No. It was like where, where the country he was in or something. Okay. I feel like it was... But there's like a million that. countries. There are. It's <laughs> like a million countries. So I don't like... I if feel we learned like, anything on this show, it's that there are millions of countries. There's millions of countries and we have one true god spore. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the thing. Um, okay, so the vampires here in Nightworld, and there are a variety of like creatures that live in Nightworld, but there's also a hierarchy of the Nightworlders. So I feel like, did you get the vibe that vampires were the top? Yep. And then oh, witches and then... called Lumia. 
Yes, Lamia. Lamia? 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 Labia? Labia Majora. Lamia Lamia Memora. Oh, Lamia Urethra? Lamia Testestesis. Lamia Urethra Majora Testestesis. Testestesis. Those are the names of the elders. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, wait. So there's the Lamia, which are basically the respected and legal, I guess, right? Within their world, vampires are born as vampires. And they can stop aging whenever they want. Uh huh. And I think it's, it's kind of like Buffy, where they were like more primeval creatures at the dawn of yeah. the world. And now they've evolved into, yeah, like super sexy vampires. Yeah, people. they're just like super sexy looking people. Lamia? Is that what, how we want to agree on? Yeah, I think Lamia is good. Lamia. Lamia sounds lame. Yeah, there you go. Lamia. So Lamia. Um, and then. There's like vampires that are turned, which are technically like illegal under Nightworld law, which are vampires. Made vampires, they call oh, them. Oh, right. Ma- made vampires, which are humans that are turned into vampires. And they have to hide. Yeah, they have to hide. Go into hiding. And kept pe- creatures. People over 20 can't don't usually survive. So you have to be really young and resilient to do mm-hmm. it. They can't survive being turned into yeah. vampires. Um, and there's even like a chance that you won't survive it if you undergo it because it's really dangerous. Yeah. Because yeah. like basically like a vampire has to like suck out almost all your blood three times and, and make you, you drink have their to blood. drink all, all their, their blood, blood back. like three times. <laughs> and also it keeps getting interrupted by freaking Phil. Oh, Phil. Poor Phil. What a sweetheart, though. He is a sweetheart and he's annoying in the way that like like correctly annoying yeah he's and also like because his instincts are right yeah james is dangerous yeah james did i like that james is called out as having too many girlfriends because he does because it's so often like dudes are supposed to have a lot of girlfriends Mm -hmm. and then the girls if they have a lot of boyfriends they yeah are slutty yeah, they, in this, James is like a Lothario in Philip's mind. Yeah. And it's because he was feeding off of them. And then the blood bond would get too strong. So he'd be like, all right, bye. Break up. Bye, Michaela. <laughs> Michaela. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's why Phil, who is the twin brother of Poppy, like hates James. But James is Poppy's best friend. And Poppy has always known that she will end up up with with James. James. Like they are fated. She's felt it. He's felt it, but he was denying it to himself because it's so illegal. So super illegal. Soup's illegal. Mm -hmm. I really liked that James's dad is a therapist. Yeah. But all that happens is rich women go into his office. He feeds off of them and then they leave thinking that they had a therapy session. That is a good business plan. That is good. Why doesn't a vampire in Buffy do that? Uh, I think there's like a different because you know how it like feels really good in this book to be sucked on. It doesn't hurt at all. It seems also, to they hurt. can stop. Yeah. Also, it, they're not demons. Yeah, they're not I, evil. That was wrong. Yeah, because like, I feel bad like I feel like <laughs> comparison. Insold Spike could do that. Insold Angel probably wouldn't do that because he's too like I have to be punished. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like a, a today's version of an insult Spike would do that. And they didn't really hypnotize. Exactly. Yeah. And this is like the only vampire that hypnotizes Insold. is uh, <laughs> Dracula in Buffy. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. And then what is the mom? Oh, the mom does interior design. Yeah. James's mom. <laughs> interior decorator. They're very rich. 
Very rich, very neglectful. Old money. Very cold. He's a latchkey. Yeah, he's a latchkey kid. Um, yeah, they're very cold. And they consider Poppy like this cute pet friend that James had. <laughs> yeah. They're like, oh, so sorry she's dying. You they're must like, be mm. very sad. We're sorry. Um, but and- they don't really care. It's more just like, mm, yeah, it's sad when your pet dies eventually. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, well, all right, well, we can see. And then he kind of is like testing out if he can turn her. And they're just like, oh, why? Because like you like it better not be because you like are developing feelings for her. <laughs> he's like, no, 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 if I like just for the sake of a hypothetical what if I did though you would have to be killed okay I didn't I knew that and I didn't okay, want great. to okay great okay great okay. so um I, I have to take care of my die. client so okay, are you gonna go bye. yeah can you all tell right. Ash not to come though oh he's already coming so okay well, well bye all right nice seeing you door slam here. Mm-hmm. 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 that tracks fuck you mom mm-hmm <laughs> These parents do not care. Um, Wait, is and these parents just don't understand? (laughs) Uh, Um, Poppy's dad is in the picture, right? Yeah, he comes to her funeral. Right, 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 right. right, right. He's backpacking, and then I liked that her stepfather Cliff was relatable Mm -hmm. and real and upset and like normal and not evil. Yeah, just boring. They just weren't close. Yeah. But yeah, I like that then Poppy got to see how much he did care about her. Isn't it weird that Poppy and Phil don't look alike at all, but they're twins? Are they maybe yeah. not twins? Happens. Are we having a cousin romance, Ooh. but twins? I was like, is Phil going to be in love with Poppy? <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was prepping for that, too. I was like, oh, no. I was like, I don't. LJ Smith didn't do it before, and she's not VC Andrews, right. so probably not. Oh my god! But what if he does turn out not to be related to her? Related to her because they don't look alike at all. Mm-mm. He's tall and handsome and looks like a Ken doll, and she's like impish and red-haired and little and cute and cute. But then after she gets turned, she's not cute anymore. She's, she's like, like sexy, sexy. I didn't like her after that as much. Well, because she was okay half I the time. Her to go back to being like a little sprite. I liked her being sprightly, but also a big part of her afterwards is her being like hungry <laughs> and like attacking a man. Like she's yes. out of it. She almost kills Philip. Yeah. She almost just straight up sucks on Philip. Yeah. And then she almost. And James has to stop her and he's like, whoa, whoa, babe. Yeah. No, babe. That's Phillip's your brother. Like, Poppy, that's your brother. Poppy. Hang on, Philip. Poppy. That's your brother. Poppy, it's me. It's okay. It's okay, Philip. You're human. I understand why I you're dying you. right Shut now. Up. Okay. Shut up. I All hate right. you. Well, I'm just going to keep you. it together. <laughs> and then she like runs off, jumps out of a moving car what to try and eat a jogger. <laughs> she goes and the jogger's like, a ah! jogger. And James is able to stop her before she eats the jogger to yeah. death. <laughs> she like sucks out she most on of that the jogger. Though. She eats a lot. And then after she does, she's like, oh. She's like, I see that I was a little bit crazy. How that looked. Mm -hmm. And it's not a good look. Mm -hmm. And I apologize. But then how sad was it when uh, Phil, like as he was leaving, he's like, I love you. And she's like, "Uh uh-huh. It was really sad. So sad. I didn't like it. I like that she turned back into more normal. She was like weird and out of it. I really, 
I was embarrassed for her when she thought she was being so cool and and like um, secretive to Ash. Like she oh. thought that he was not catching on and she was being like so cool talking about world music. Oh, my God. That was fascinating. That was... I have to read that part. I thought it was very cool. Yeah. That she had unique taste in music. Sure. Much different from I thought it was I thought it was great. That she wasn't like, oh my god, it's my favorite <laughs> band, the Skunking Lizards. Or like, just some like Fogelberg. Um, yeah, no, it, it was really embarrassing. Go back if you are not familiar with that episode. Go back and listen Forbidden to Game our two. Forbidden Game Two episode, where we discover what a song referenced in the book actually sounds like. It's horrible. It's horrible. It's so embarrassing. No. <laughs> I don't understand. I don't um, like the darkness that feels in my heart. Okay, so I found Oh, yep. You found it. Yes. Uh, so she's like trying to pretend she's a vampire. <laughs> she thinks she's so cool. She does. It's it so is embarrassing. Pretty bad. Uh, so. Of course, I'm not saying anything against James, Ash said. And it was perfectly clear from his voice that he was saying something against James. Things are different for you guys in California. You have to mix more with humans. You have to be more careful. So if naming yourself after vermin makes it easier, he shrugged. Oh, yeah, they're vermin, all right. <laughs> Poppy said at random. She was thinking, he's playing with me. Isn't he playing with me? She had the sinking feeling that he knew everything. Agitation made her need to move. She headed for James's stereo center. So you like any vermin music? She said. Techno, acid jazz, trip hop. Jungle? She waved a vinyl record record at him. This is some serious jump up jungle. He blinked. Oh, and this is great industrial noise. And this is real good acid house stomper with some court, sort of mad core edge to it. She had him on the defensive now. Nobody could stop Polly when she got <laughs> going like this. She widened her eyes at him and blathered on, looking as fey as she knew how. And I, like I that say, line. looking as fey as she knew how. <laughs> and I say freestyle's coming back, completely underground so far, but on the rise. Now Eurodance, on the other hand. Ash was sitting on the square couch, long legs stretched out in front of him. His eyes were deep blue and slightly glazed. Sweetheart, he said finally. I hate to interrupt, but you and I need to talk. Poppy was too clever to ask him what about. These sort of eternal void keys and troll groaning sounds that make you want to ask, is anybody out there? She finished. And then she had to breathe. Ash jumped in. We really have to talk. He said, God. <laughs> and then he thinks at her. It's not your fault that you can't shield your mind. You'll learn how to do it, he said. And she, <laughs> she's like, oh, spit. <laughs> Instead of, oh, shit. Yeah. That's funny. She should have thought of that. She should have been concentrating on veiling her thoughts. She tried to do it now. <laughs> But the thing is, she's actually pretty good at the tele te telepathy thing because she she's learns fast. amazing at it. Because she's part witch, y'all. Just like her dad. I guess if you have, if you're a witch, you're a witch. Mm -hmm. Like if you have magic in you, you're just a witch. You're not like part. Yeah, they were saying like that there's some people that are like super witchy and then there's some people that are just like psychic. Um, and I think she's like of the kind that's just like psychic. Um, but, and then remember when they meet those witches in Vegas, mm -hmm. cause Ash is like, okay, I'm going to take you to Vegas where, which is like crawling with night worlders. Yeah. Um, and I think, uh, that's kind of when we learn that like werewolves are like, ugh. no, we weren't, we oh, learned James. werewolves are ugh, when James go to, goes to the cafe 
looking for a spell that would That's cure right that would cure poppy and a werewolf answers the door and he's like ugh back it up i know you gross dog yeah um but super I, racist against werewolves in very this book. racist i'm interested to meet more night worlders too hell yeah i'm interested in this whole fucking series it's like last vampires super cool sister yeah she's cool and i'm ugh, i just want to see more of like poppy like becoming a stronger witch slash vampire is that like i wonder if that's like rare for someone to be both maybe it's not sort of seemed like because why would you turn a witch yeah and also mm-hmm. like why like they're all like really surprised at how strong she is so like i feel like that's it has to be rare yeah um so she like there's a part where she uh is being trapped in vegas and um it's in this club and basically everyone is afraid that ash is going to like present her to one of the elders and she's going to be like executed right on the spot um and she just like shouts with her mind as because they can telepathically communicate but she like shouts as hard as she can at ash and he like doubles over yeah and he like, like repels him psychically yeah which was cool i liked that mm-hmm. um it is funny how like james did not pick up on any of this but ash did because ash like knows her better ash is i think part of it is he seems to be well a a hedonist mm-hmm. an opportunist mm-hmm. and enough removed from poppy that he's able to see a bigger picture mm-hmm. whereas james is just like all in on poppy so he's like way up close to the painting ashes yeah. further away yeah yeah i'm looking for a way to game everything yeah that's true um at the end of the book phil like bids them farewell mm-hmm. i wonder if we're gonna see more any phil. yeah i'm I sure we for will sure yeah because he's i feel like he's gonna become like a powerful witch because he's very psychically connected mm-hmm. to poppy and then it turns out that like when the three of them are in the car together like he hears everything that they're saying to each other and he's like can you guys not because they're like i love you i love you i oh love my you God, we can link all the time <laughs> and he's like okay well, like, but like maybe gross. wait <laughs> um so yeah i'm sure he's gonna be like a strong witch or something i think so and i think that's why he was told to begin with yes part of the story. here's something mm. that should probably be addressed what how very much twilight borrowed yeah from this book yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They just like in Twilight, they <laughs> Stephanie Meyer. I'm saying they. Yeah, Stephanie Meyer just like made Poppy way more boring. So and like bumbling. Yeah, and like made the mythos way less interesting. She turned Poppy into a Mary Sue. Mm-hmm. Took out all the sex. Uh huh. And um, made everything a little less like good complex yeah like she kind of flattened the characters yeah you know what i should stop talking shit about twilight until i read it uh yeah i've read some excerpts and i feel hesitant to read the whole thing i don't think i will like them yeah but But you know what is unfair of me to continue to knock it when i don't even know if i would at least enjoy them it's true there's stuff that i've enjoyed that like i know isn't up to my top tastes we have a podcast about it yeah <laughs> you're you're listening to <laughs> you've just tuned into teen creeps where we talk about stuff that we love that isn't exactly up to our top taste <laughs> that's our new tagline it's, it's, it's longer but well mm-hmm, you know, we like but it but it's more descriptive mm-hmm. 
Um, I wonder if she has actually. I wonder if Stephanie Meyer did, in fact, read these books. I don't know. Because it is an idea that anybody could come up with. Sure. Totally. So similar. But also, doesn't he not turn her into a vampire for a while in Twilight? And in this, it's right away. So she's like being a vampire. She's in it. I don't know. But it's very, it's that dynamic of like, I can't get too close to you. I have to keep you at a distance. Yeah. Because I'm afraid of. Oh, how sex I before marriage yeah, i'm afraid of sex before the vampire marriage <laughs> um in this book the blood drinking sharing is so sexual it is hot she's like having an orgasm these descriptions are very erotic yeah bubbling and very appealing because of how much they're blo- like made one like the mm-hmm. closeness that comes with it yeah i was like oh cool i liked that too the description of it just made it sound like yeah yeah like i want it count me in yeah, yeah. <laughs> i want to do um okay right here i just opened i think i did too that's crazy, crazy. oh is it when they're listening to bantu <laughs> no i opened to uh um sooner in the story earlier <laughs> in the story sooner in the story. earlier 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 in the closer story. to the front cover here you find it i got a part nice there was a burning where his teeth pierced her she waited for it to get worse but it didn't it changed oh poppy thought the feeling of heat was actually pleasant the sensation of release of giving and closeness she and james were getting closer and closer like two drops of water moving together until they merged she could sense james's mind his thoughts and his feelings his emotions flowed into her through her tenderness concern caring a cold black rage at the disease that was threatening her despair that there was no other way to help her and longing longing to share with her to make her happy a wave of sweetness made her dizzy she found herself groping for james's hand their fingers intertwining i guess i'll stop (laughs) no um (laughs) it was starting to get uh less descriptive of what was happening james she thought with wonder and joy her communication to him a tentative caress poppy she could feel his own surprise and delight and all the time the dreamy pleasure was building making Poppy shiver with his, its intensity. How could I have been so stupid, Poppy thought, to be afraid of this? It isn't terrible. It's right. She had never been so close to anybody. It was as if they were one being together, not predator and prey, but partners in a dance. Poppy and James. She could touch his soul. Ugh, that's so cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's some teenage girl sex right there. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think they kiss until almost the end of the book. Yeah, they don't kiss. He kisses her forehead a bunch. Yeah, and she's like, oh my god, my first kiss. And I was like, wait, what? Yeah, what? I was forehead like, you're kiss. calling that it a first not kiss? Poppy, that doesn't count. Poppy. I say this is somebody whose first kiss was at 19. No, that doesn't count. <laughs> um, yeah. See, R.L. Stein, you yeah. don't have to get super like graphic to get across the romance. Sensual rather Sensuality. than sexual. Yeah. So I, I need to step up off my anger on Stein. We've been reading too much Stein. Yeah. I mean, we can cool off. We'll yeah. cool off on it. I mean, I just I want to keep reading this book. I want to know what happens next. Because next is Daughters of Darkness. And that's the one everybody was like, read this book. I know. But we had to start at the beginning of Night World because I refuse not to have. Yeah. I mean, I want to know what I can before we get to Daughters of Darkness. Yeah. But it looks very cool. It looks like Ash is having to chase down his sisters. Cool. Incest. Incest. This Incest. podcast doesn't condone it in real life. No, not in real life, but yes, in fiction. Um, Yeah. I this I, I really liked this book as a whole. It was like sad. I liked the character. Or I liked all the characters, really. Mom was... Uh, 
just reading all the parts, reading all the parts where they were being told that yeah. she was going to die <gasps> and Poppy's watching from outside the room. Oh, yeah, because she sneaks to hear yeah. them talk about it. And her mom is just sobbing. And then they don't tell her for a while that Why she knows. They tell her? I, I don't like so, that. Nobody should ever keep secrets when it comes to illness and death yeah. in a family. No, you should be the first person to know something's going on with you. And you should tell other people yes. something is going on with you. Yes, you should tell other people. Like Poppy gets down on herself for not paying attention to the pain more. Yeah. But if you've got pancreatic cancer, that's that's hard. It's really hard. Um, I just I really identified with her like that thought of like I would do anything like to not face not being that's like really scary to her. And I don't know. That's like something that I get like, like oh, really if, freaked out about just like death and like that. kind oh, of thing. Oh, a fear of death. Uh huh. Oh, you have a fear of death. Mm-hmm. Oh, weird. Why specifically? Because <laughs> I can't understand. <laughs> it's horrible. Like it will oh, okay. like the real uh-huh. the realization sweeping over you. I think that's what it yeah. is. Is the most horrifying part. When you really try to put yourself in the mindset of not existing at all. Just horrifying. utter no- nothingness. Horrifying. It's, you like you creep up on the edge of a, the abyss. Yeah. It's horrible. And then you're like, no, 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 no. It almost feels like if you keep thinking about it, it's going to happen and you'll disappear. Yep. 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 And then you're like, and then the saints go marching in. <laughs> la, 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 la. It's like literally anything else. Um, so it's like it's definitely something that's so universal that I feel like people talk about, but not enough for how horrifying it is. And like having this character really, truly be afraid like that. I I liked that. This is sort of like um, Midnight Club. Like yes. Ilanka in Midnight Club. Yes. Thrust into Last Vampire. Thrust mm-hmm. into being Ray in Last mm-hmm. Vampire. Do you want to talk about the weirdness of the cousins? Stuff with Blaze. Oh, God. I forgot about Blaze. Yeah. Right. She's one of the witch people. She's one of the witch cousins. She's mean. She's like mean and she wants to get up on Ash. Yeah. And she is jealous of Poppy. Yeah. She's jealous of Poppy. She's like overtly sexual. It's Blaze. And there's Blaise a nice one. Thea. And Thea. Yeah. Or Taya. Um, Tia. Tia. Thea. Thea. <laughs> The Tahea. 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 I think it's, it's what it's Tahea. Um, yeah, so Tahea is nice, and Poppy's like, oh, I think I could be friends with her, which I guess they're gonna be friends. Maybe they later, will be but they're friends later. Um because Poppy shows up with Ash. Ash like doesn't even bother to feed Poppy. So yeah. Poppy's starving. Ash and when vampires when vampires are starving, they go crazy. And they like, st- it's like they can't breathe. Yeah, they start like like basically if you've ever had a panic attack. I feel yeah. like that's what they're describing. Yeah. It's where you feel like you can't get enough air. And yep. like, so th- basically she's having this full-blown panic attack. They get there and Thea's like, Ash, you didn't even feed her. Come on, like, come inside. I'll I'll feed you this once. Mm-hmm. So she lets... From myself. From my arm. I'll feed you, like, truly, literally. I will feed you. I, myself, will <laughs> yes. feed you. Um, yeah. Um, here's the description of Blaze. <laughs> Blaze? It's B-L-A-I-S-E. I think it's like Blaze. Blaze. Like Blaze, Blaze Zabini from, he's a mean boy Slytherin from, uh, oh. from uh, Harry Potter. From, he's a uh, Death Eater. From Stephen King's Stand By Me. From Stephen King's Stand By Me. <laughs> uh, so, <clears throat> excuse me. Who does, Blaze said, pushing her way through the other half of the bead curtain. Poppy had the feeling she was only speaking to focus attention on herself. 
She stood in the center of the room and shook back her long black hair with the air of a girl used to attention. You both do, Ash said gallantly. Then he seemed to remember Poppy. And of course, this little dreamer has a pretty white everything. This little dreamer. Ew, he yeah. called her that. I was like, me. And James called her that too. I was like, ew, James, Only don't do it. Only he called her that. <laughs> um, Blaze, who had been smiling, now looked sour. She stared at Poppy long and hard with dislike and something else. Suspicion. Dawning suspicion. Oh, she must feel like she's... A witch. But she's feeling out that Poppy's a witch. But at the moment, we're thinking, oh, she knows that Poppy's made. Mm-hmm. Poppy could feel it. Blaze's thoughts were bright and sharp and malicious like jagged glass. Then suddenly Blaze smiled again. She looked at Ash. I suppose you've come for the party, she said. Mm-hmm. Oh, Blaze sighed in a way that emphasized her low-cut blouse. Huh? Oh, my God. So she, she was just like, like puffing her boobs out. Like, <gasps> and then she like, uh, like shimmied. Yeah, she went, oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> ew. And they were like, girls. They're like, ew. Ew. Like, you're very attractive. But yeah. that isn't. Yeah. We drink blood and we think that's gross. <laughs> um, yeah. I, there's going to be some weird, interesting sexual incestuality happening next book. I because the, the Daughters of Darkness cover is like three women like um, laying at the feet of a tall man. And I don't know if that man is, is Ash, that Ash or like the like an elder. I don't know. Yeah. Because it says... For the next book, um, don't miss the next Night World, Daughters of Darkness. Three beautiful vampire sisters escape from the Night World and try to live as humans. Rowan, Kestrel, and Jade find a new life and love with humans in a small town, but their vampire family has sent their charming, ruthless brother Ash to bring them back at any cost. What? What? I'm sorry, what? Um, you talking about covers distracted me for a second. Okay. Because I this was brought to my attention. Have you seen the cover for, I know we were just talking shit about R.L. Stein, but he's started writing new Fear Street books. Have you seen the cover for Return to Fear Street? No. It's the first one out. It's cool. (gasps) Oh, that's good. Isn't that cool? Oh, thank fucking God. It looks so back to cool covers. Yeah. Because have you seen the one where it's like the cheerleaders again? It it looks like shit. Yeah, terrible. (gasps) This looks amazing. That looks so good. Oh, nice. It looks so cool. I never want to stop looking at this. It's beautiful. It's getting back to illustrations. It has that like kind of like pastel-y depth to it. Yeah. Like like oil painting. um, It's like textured. like sienna? Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to see it, Brett? (laughs) Brett wants to look. That's good, right? It's oh, so thank cool. God. Yeah, it's really cool. And now I'm like, dang, I know, like, now, judge a book by its cover. Like, I'm like, I'll oh, read that. We gotta redo the shitty thirst covers you gave Christopher Pike. I know. And like, it says, um, you may now kill the bride. And it has her, like, is that the title? No, no, no. It's called Return to Fear Street. Okay. And then it has a lady, like, half, bottom half of her face. She's holding, like, a beautiful. Like the whole cover is really beautiful. It's like a bouquet with a skull in the middle. Go it Google it. So you guys cool. Google it. It is good. It's it really is a good. To form and the font at the bottom reminds me of Stephen King books. Very and like, d- is it gonna look kind of beat up like that? I hope so. That'll be cool. And that's definitely what it's gonna look yeah. like. It's not just somebody's Amazon. Cool nice yeah oh that's i want to i want to buy the problem with these books is i wanted to keep a bunch of my rl stein books just because the covers covers look good but like the books are 
I never want to read that book again. I know. And you know what would be really read cool? The boyfriend again. I never want to read the boyfriend again. I know. You know what would be really cool? What? Um, if we had like a podcast table that was um in um what's the word epoxy uh like covers mm-hmm. lined up and then like a clear layer of epoxy over it like protecting it cool where it's like all those cool covers that'd be really cool that would be cool cool that's just an cool, idea cool cool, cool. <laughs> Should we listen to some voicemails? Yeah. (laughs) If you want to call in and leave your embarrassing teen spooky book related stories, give us a call at 747-333-6995 and leave us a voicemail and we will play it on the show and uh, probably point out how embarrassing you were. Um, We'll uh, we'll join join in the embarrassment. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's only because we've been there, and I mean, God, we get it. Uh, and uh, we're a little bit behind on voicemails, but we are getting through them. I'm sorry that we haven't um, done them in the past couple eps, but we're back at it. We're back to sharing our stories. So if you are feeling like you really want to share. Do it. Call in and it, it will be played. We are still doing this. Cool. So we're going to play three voicemails today. And uh, the first one is um, to Hey Dean Crepes. <laughs> nice. We got two Dean Crepes in a row. Well, there can only be Different one. Different people. So. <laughs> okay. uh, you're going to have to fight it out and so, one will survive. Here's the first one uh, from Sarah. Hey Dean Crepes. I am a huge fan of your show. My name is Sarah. I've been listening for a few months now and I've gotten pretty much all of my friends to listen to because I won't shut up about Yay, it. Yay, word of <laughs> mouth. Pike is one of my all-time Thank favorite you. authors, and I literally, not exaggerating, own every single book he's ever written. <gasps> I had to collect them from secondhand stores for years. Anyways, I think Heck I blocked yeah. out most of my, like, actual high school embarrassing <laughs> moments. But I do remember probably, like, a month after high school ended, I was still 18, I went to a party uh, with a friend at her friend's house, and there was a really hot guy there in his 20s, and I spent the entire night talking to him. Uh, We talked about Evil Dead and punk music for literally probably like three hours and had a really great time, and he kept talking to me, so I was like, oh, clearly he's interested in me because I've been flirting all night long. At the end of the party, he uh, proceeded to extend his hand to me and shake my hand and say, it was really great talking to you, Sarah. You are very knowledgeable for someone your age. (gasps) And then he left. What? I have never seen him since, and I never want to, because I think if I ever do, I, I will dissolve on the spot. That's all. Bye. Girl, no. He is a turd. How the fuck old was also, he? Also, was he like 73? Yeah. Like, you're such a very nice young lady. If I were 80 years younger, <laughs> you would be just my type. <laughs> Ew. I, girl, I, I get feeling super embarrassed when that happens. But I'm so he was confused. Using, he was using the fact that he was 75. <laughs> To yeah. make you feel bad. And let's be frank, a 75-year-old should not have been at this party. Also, you should have That's been like... him. Oh, I mean, you were really animated for being on the brink of death. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and that's so cool that you know about stuff that happened after World War II. (laughs) (laughs) Why don't you reach me on the talkie? (laughs) 
<laughs> thank uh, you for calling in and sharing that, Sarah. Thank you, that dude Sarah. Sucks. Uh, so this next one is also to Dean Crepes. This is from Liz. Hi, Dean Crepes. This is Liz from West Virginia. Uh, I love your podcast so much. It's gotten me through some real shit. Um, so sorry. Thank Aww. you. Um, I have an embarrassing teen story to share. Yay. It is from, I guess, preteen years, middle school, um, in eighth grade. So I'm Italian. I have some some heavy follicles, I guess. I have a lot of hair. Oh. <laughs> and when I started... Um, getting more hair on my face, as in oh, no. lady mustache and eyebrows. Oh, um, girl. It was a Me tough too. time to yeah, be same. alive. <laughs> I was getting teased a whole lot about it um, <laughs> by my sister and then my best your friend. Sister. And other your sister. Your best friend? Guys, what? For sure. Closest enemy. 14-year-old boys. Um, but anyways, I was uh, in the shower one day, and I saw my sister's razor. Oh, no. So... <gasps> I took that thing and without even looking in a mirror, no! tried to no, no. even out my eyebrows. I know oh that's really no! what I was thinking. I had no mirror. I was just going away at these eyebrows. Oh my I don't know what was going on. Um, but anyways, once I looked in the mirror and realized that I had basically ruined my face. No, 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 no. I tried to even it out and you know no, how that goes. No, 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 no. I was like, no, maybe, you know, I should have started with plucking instead of a razor, but, you oh know, God. what are you going to do? So <laughs> tried to even them out, just made it worse. Eventually just took both of those suckers right off. So <gasps> anyways, I'm already mortified, but I'm trying to convince myself maybe it's not so bad. So I go out into the living room where my oh, family is, no. and I look like the girl from The Ring, right? I'm trying to, like, keep the hair over the front of my face. That's not creepy at all, not conspicuous. And my sister makes me move it. No, and you know what? And it's this just, was like, your sister's doing. I'm like, okay, this was this your sister's doing. This was your sister's fault and your best friend. I They're tried horrible. the same kind of thing. We were in the eighth grade courtyard, and my friends are standing around, and I walk over to them, and my hair is all up in my face. No. And immediately, like, you know, people are like, what is the matter with you? What's going on? And they made me move my hair, and then it was just awful. It was the most embarrassing thing ever. Someone was like, <laughs> oh, why don't you just pencil them in? And at least I knew enough of my lack of, you know, talent that I'd never <laughs> even tried to do that. I think I might have tried to use concealer or bronzer. Lord knows what I look like. Oh. Um, pretty, pretty awful. Oh, my God. Um, they took a, such a long time to grow back. It was a rough few months. I think oh, I'm trying to block no. it out. But anyways, wanted to share that. Um, oh, oh, my God. It cut her off. Dude, thank you for sharing that, Liz. When you get bangs, that sucks. That's that is when you get bangs, uh, Liz. I will share with you that um, when I was about ten, I don't know why I did this, but I just took some hair cutting scissors and cut off my left eyelashes. <laughs> I just wanted to see what would happen and they got cut off. Okay. I was yeah. like, Sook! and then I was like, oh my God. And they're just like little spikes. <laughs> I so. wanted to see what would happen and no, they were cut off. No, they did <laughs> get cut off. Like. The scissors worked. <laughs> like, well, um, put those back in the drawer. We can use them for another yeah. day. <laughs> I uh, am convinced now even that my left eyelashes are shorter than my right. Because <laughs> they, no. they, they grow so slow. <sighs> Uh, Let me see. Open your eyes real wide. Well, because I'm oh only God, um, right. I'm only 16. 
So, so it's taken a while. It's taken a while. Um, that is so. Oh my god! The more and the trying to hide your eyebrows with your hair is so relatable. Your sister sounds like a real dick. Yeah, everyone that made fun of you should not like. That's such a shitty thing to do that everybody does in middle school. It's very true. Like make fun of physical stuff. Where it's like Noah made fun of my mustache. I. Maybe someone made fun of mine, too. Yeah, my unibrow, probably. I'm sure I had a unibrow. I didn't have a unibrow. I had um, where the eyebrows just, like, kept going <laughs> up and down, where it was just, like... A, oh, you had, like, Grover eyebrows? Yeah. It's just, like, it was just, like, just an expanse. It's like, a, a oh, field. Oh, eyebrow expanse. Yeah. So, I was yeah. just, like, oh. And then I did the thing where I was, like, must get rid of all until it was, like, oh, literally yeah. one hair each. You know what I mean? Like, when when girls turn, like... 11 or 12 Mm -hmm. they should just be taken to a salon for somebody to do their eyebrows professionally Mm -hmm. so that they know what that looks like and they don't try to do it themselves and then they can just follow what it was like just pick away the strays because if you are given just a hole and then you keep going it's like you're just like well i just keep going until they're gone yeah (laughs) i and it's also like this is fun yeah you're like ooh, they're just coming right out Huh. That's what hairs do. Turns out they just come right out. I wanted to see what happened and uh, they just came right out. <laughs> oh my God, Liz. Thank you so much for calling in. Stressful. All right. So this next one is, hi, Kellen, Kate. Great. <laughs> Kellen, Kate. And this one is from Katrina. Katrina. Hi, Kellen, Kate. Hi. My name is Katrina and I am from Utah. Um, due to my pervasive social anxiety, this is probably the first voicemail I have ever left in my life for anyone. So <gasps> You're doing great. Special. Wow, um, we, I think I we do. Because seriously, you make me cry laugh at my desk every time I listen. And people look at me and I'm just like, you know, something about auntie souffle entree. Uh, <laughs> I just don't understand. But thank you so much for bringing joy to my work day. Of course. Um, so you. I have a story for you guys. I think you will enjoy. <laughs> um, embarrassing moment from moving out freshman year of college. Um, there was some boys, neighbor boys, who offered to help move some stuff. And I had a little plastic dresser full of feminine items um, that they offered to help feminine me downstairs. Items. And I did not think to tape it shut or anything, so I think you know where this is going. Oh, no. We do. Um, <laughs> they get it downstairs. They get it outside so more people can see. And they kind of tipped it forward accidentally, and everything fell out for everyone to see. Um, let me just tell you a couple of the cute little items I had in there. There was some granny panties. There was some period panties. There oh, was no. some thongs. There was some tampons. And there was the thickest overnight pads that you can imagine. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I was a little rough. Before that moment, I never knew life could be so unforgiving and crushing. Um, so I hope you guys enjoyed. That was just yeah, a crushing moment in my life. So. Um, let me just tell you, I also want to tell you why I love the books that you guys are covering. I'm so excited to have a podcast that covers these kinds of things. I started listening to Chris Pike and R.L. Stein when I was 11. Um, till now, I'm 25 now. So for the last 14 years, they've been a oh, you're young. Thing Happy birthday. Life. I'm so sad we missed all your birthdays. Um, <laughs> but when I read them now, I'm just like, what the hell is this? Why did I think this was so scary or sexy or whatever <laughs> I thought back then? But um, one of the most important books that I read back then um, was Midnight Club by Christopher Pike. Yay. I read it when I was 12, and it was right after my aunt had died. Um, she was in a hospice for a while before she died, and mm. and the kids in the Midnight Club are in a hospice. So I immediately related what I was going through um, to what they kind of were going through. 
um, reading it was super important for me right then because it helped me process my grief and stuff. And I'm kind of afraid to reread that one. I just don't want to ruin what it meant to me at the time. Uh, I think I would still love it because I do love Christopher Pike's books, but it was super special to me at the time, and I still hold it super special. I have the book, and I just look at it sometimes and just, like, remember what it meant to me then. But thank you guys for doing this podcast. Uh, you guys are awesome. Um, so keep it creepy. And because it's winter and I have seasonal depression, keep it sleepy. Keep it sleepy. <laughs> that's so funny. I've never heard that one before. <laughs> thank you, Katrina. Uh, that's, yeah, I don't, I can't even give you advice on whether you should reread. I Midnight don't know. Club. I can't remember. It's so personal. It's, yeah. a, it's a good, it's a good one. Yeah. I remember liking it. We liked it. Yeah. We definitely liked it. And I loved it when I was younger. Yes. Um, I think, cause remember we had that same, I mean, it wasn't super similar cause it wasn't like Starlight Crystal, like helped us through a specific, like, because we were like, oh, I mean, my boyfriend keeps like dying when I keep trying to save him. And like, yeah, that really meant something to me. But like when we, when we were set up to reread Starlight Crystal, I, there was a part of me that was like, oh gosh. This book meant a lot to me. I hope it oh, really? isn't ruined. And it was great. So, oh, oh, yeah. Starlight Crystal. Yeah, Starlight I thought Crystal. you were saying you had the same thing about Midnight Club. But no. yeah, yeah, yeah. We were both a little nervous to read Starlight it was Crystal. So, it, was, it meant so much. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I say do it. Be brave, Be Katrina. brave, Katrina. And blame us if you Yeah, You know what? You can just um, <laughs> like bill us. Yeah, bill us. Just send us the bill. <laughs> Um, thank you for calling guys. So yeah, we're going to keep it to that three today and then we'll, uh, we'll keep getting to the rest of your messages later, but we are now caught up to February. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> Sorry guys. When we have guests, it seems like a, uh, like we prefer to listen to your messages when it's just us. Yeah. Or if it's like a guest weird, that we've had like, a ton of times. Yeah. Like Patrick. Yeah. It's um, just, I, yeah. Or like with like Ryan. We, we it, want yeah. somebody who's familiar with yeah with yeah. you and with us so yeah, yeah that's why we haven't been uh, playing too many messages um but we'll get back to it when we don't have guests yay yay um we also wanted to make a couple of announcements um our t-shirt contest is now over um so thank you huge huge thanks to everybody who submitted yes. You're every one of them we've been like They're giddily really looking at. Cool. They're yep. so cool. Um, so we're going to announce a winner shortly after we've had some time to like look at all of them. Uh, but yeah, again, thank you so much, you guys, for entering. They're so cool. And I'm so, I don't know, proud that you're all such cool artists. Yeah. And we let this contest go for a while. So our apologies to the people who sent them. <laughs> like before the new year even um but they're all great and we can't wait to make an announcement yeah um we also have our uh we've started doing these social media giveaways and so we've got winners for um our uh, uh our first giveaway yeah so we did one on instagram and one on twitter and um it's a mass market monday giveaway yeah you get a book that is from um either katai or my personal collection and we sign it with a little personalized uh message for you mm -hmm. and we send it to you and so that's going to be happening we're going to try and do it once a month um and so just follow us on instagram and twitter if you want to uh participate yeah i was gonna say be apprised <laughs> so you, i'm really you glad you got to in. be apprised of of the of participation books. you can do you can do books prize um so that's going on that's really cool we have another announcement and it is about our patreon content yes we do 
So, uh, pause on the table. <laughs> if you, yeah, the the things are the things on the tape. On the tapes. Um, we hope you guys will be into this, but we've gotten good feedback on our public domain theater episodes. That is where we have been reading works from the public domain and reacting to them in real time. Uh, first one we did was The Yellow Wallpaper by Charlotte... Perkins Gilman. Perkins Gilman. Bless you, my love. Mm -hmm. uh, the next was Black Cat by Poe. <laughs> the one after that was Jury of Her Peers by Susan Glassbill. And we just finished The Most Dangerous Game by Richard, Richard Connell. Connell. Thank you. <laughs> Everyone it's rare I that I know the names. Were right there with. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they were really fun. And we've been getting good feedback on them. So our announcement is that we are turning it into its own podcast. So we're taking it off the Patreon, out of the paywall, and we're going to deliver it to the ears of the world. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So this is just going to be a regular second podcast we do. Apart from Teen Creeps, it will not be mixed in with our Teen Creeps episodes. It will be its own things. We'll be launching it as soon as we have all our ducks in a row. Also, of course, on the Forever Dog Podcast Network. Big thank you to Brett for helping us develop it. Um, as we are taking away content from the Patreon subscribers, I mean, not totally taking it away. We're just you guys changing can still how you listen get it. to it. Yeah. Uh, we're just making it open for everybody. But we want to make sure that we're giving you something in return to thank you for your uh, continued support of the podcast. Uh, so what we're doing now is we're filming our mini-sodes and putting and, that up. Yeah, and our outside genre episodes, and that'll and be our, available yeah. for $8 and up people. Yeah. So filming both of those, we just did that for um, our Harry Potter uh, outside genre app. We, uh, Mike Hartley had us read Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, and we did it for a mini-sode about um, real-life instances of angels. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that was our mini-sode last week. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we'll be doing that. And then we're just going to be loading more content here and there. Patreon has a function that's a lot like Instagram stories. Is mm -hmm. that right? Yeah, it's called Lens. And um, it's going to allow us to share uh, just like a bunch of different kinds of little content um, of like behind the scenes stuff. It's just like uh, any little things that uh, Kate and I are doing um, together and sometimes apart and mm -hmm. Uh, just think of it as what did you call it, Lindsay? Creeping cre creeps. Oh, creeps about town. Creeps about town. <laughs> or what was the other thing? It was like when creeps we're at home. Creeps at, creeps at home. Creeps about town. Uh, uh, creeps on the move. Creeps on the move. <laughs> creeps sleeping. Creeps yes. awake. Creepers. Creeper sleepers. They know just when you're sleeping. They know, know when, when you're, you're awake. awake. They know if you've been gather gather bud. bud. <laughs> so be bud for goodness. Soodness cake. <laughs> Wow. You know, wow. say that 10 mm. times fast. <laughs> Is it three times? <laughs> say it 10 times fast and say wake me up ten. when you're done. Because <laughs> I'll be sleeping, but. <laughs> so, yeah, we just wanted to make sure that you guys still got um, extra stuff. Extra stuff and a variety to of To show stuff. our appreciation for your support. Um, Thank you guys so much for um, everything, for listening, for interacting with us, for your patronage. Yes, yes, yes. Everything. We love you guys. Mm -hmm. um, Next week, we'll be coming back at you with... <gasps> what is it? I usually always remember. I don't remember I now. Don't Let's go know. to our own website. Na, 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 na. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, good. <laughs> My phone froze. <laughs> oh, good. That's good. Ah, uh, next week is Secret Silent Screams by our very first one. It's by Joan Lowry Nixon. You guys, Lowry? we got a yeah, Lowry. 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 Joan got, Lowry Nixon. We got a lot of requests for this book from both our Twitter and uh Instagram. So um I'm excited. I mean, y'all are chomp chomping at the bit for this mm-hmm. one. And so, she's great. I love she's good. I'm so glad we're getting into her books. Yeah, I love her. Um Ooh, how about we do this from now on? What? I'm gonna read the blurb. Do it. Do cool. it, do it. Yeah. Right, so here is Secret Silent Screams. Is Barry's death the latest tragedy in a string of suicides at Farrington Park High School, or is it murder? Marty is sure her friend Barry didn't take his own life, but no one will believe her except police officer Prescott. But opening an investigation takes time, and Marty is determined to find her friend's killer soon, because even now he could be planning his next crime. Dang! This is going to be dope. Um, great. So we will be doing that next week. Uh, like we said before, if you want to follow our show on Instagram and Twitter, it is at Teen Creeps Pod. Um, and I am at Kelly Nugy, K-E-L-L-Y-N-U-G-E-E. And I'm at Lindsay K. Ty. It's in the description. Yay. Yay. Um, thanks so much for tuning in, you guys. See you next week. Keep it creepy. Forever. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Kelly Nugent, Lindsay Katai, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.